0: Most of what we understand and believe have come through either the media or music or education. If you go into the schools today, they have decided to educate your children that to be gender neutral. And you can decide which way you want to go when you decide that you want to go that way. If you don't believe me, go to school. Pastor John and I was at a school the other day and I commented to him on the way out. I said, we just walked and I just saw a handful of students and what I saw is that they don't know whether they're male or female, a whole bunch of them and just a handful of students. I hate to see the whole school. Now how is that happening? That's not by chance. That's been going on on a strategic plan. Dr. James Dobson 40 years ago, wrote a book called The Homosexual Agenda. And he said they will start in the schools teaching your children that they can decide what they want to be. They're not going to look at the physiology. And now the elementary school teachers are talking about the kids coming and saying, I don't think I want to be a girl. I want to be a boy. Where'd she get that from? They didn't have that when I was growing up. If we're not careful, by the time that comes all the way through the system, the believers in the church will say, well, I guess it's okay. Because the believers then would have grown up with that educational influence. Is it going to be that quiet the whole time? I'm just telling you how things work. Who's supposed to tell you if it's not the pastor and the preachers? That's the way things work take a picture a snapshot some of you not old enough but even 25 years ago nobody would even consider it a reasonable for same-sex people to want to get married they would have been saying what yeah. but now even you are saying well people should have the right to do what they want to do but our text scripture says since we have these promises starts off like that and i'm thinking about that and i say what promises So you have to back up a little bit to see what he was talking about in 2 Corinthians in the 6th chapter, verse 14. uh, These are some things that Paul was writing to them about. And I'll start in verse 14. He says this to the church. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. He didn't say you can't talk to them. He didn't say you can't work next to them. He said don't be yoked. You know what yoked means? That means you are tied together and you can't go your way without them and they can't go their way without you. Don't be so closely tied to unbelievers that we can't tell which is which. Because you are yoked together. Now, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Answer that one for me. What does righteousness and wickedness have in common? If you can't figure out the difference, then you might not be on the righteous side. Because the wicked folks say, ain't nothing different between us, but the righteous folks say, yes, there is. Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? That was another word for for Satan or the devil. And what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Now we have these promises. And God has said, I will live with them and walk among them and I will be their God and they will be my people. God said, i give you that promise. I'll walk with you. I'll live with you. I'll be with you. I'll be your God and you'll be my people. And look at what he said in verse 17. Now that I've told you that, now therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Come out from among them. Come out from among them in your philosophies, your actions, your ways, your thinking, your life, and your lifestyle, and be separate. And I will receive you then. I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Come out from among them and be separate. One of the biggest challenges in the Christian church today in terms of reaching people is that the people we're trying to reach can't tell the difference between us and them. But the Bible is saying to us as believers, we are no longer to be conformed to the patterns of the world, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So if we're not transformed by the renewing of our minds, we will find ourselves living and functioning in harmony with unbelievers and people who do not know God. I'm not haters of unbelievers. Unbelievers do what unbelievers do. I was an unbeliever once and I did what unbelievers do. I don't blame them for doing that. They're working for their king. They're serving the kingdom of darkness. That's why they enjoy doing what they're doing. The party life, the drugs, the living at large and and liking it. And and it's your thing, do what you want to do. It's my life, I do it my way. You can't tell me how to live my life. Neither can God. I have my own God. My God is within me. Everyone have. You got your God. I got my kind of God. And all that kind of stuff. Now they're going to say that. Until they get to the throne of judgment. So he tells us in this passage. Don't you walk in harmony with unbelievers. Walking in darkness. And serving the idols of our day. Don't do that. The Bible indicates that our thought lives ultimately determines our character. What we think determines our character. The Bible tells us, as a man thinks, so is he. And the old proverb goes like this. Sow a thought and reap an act. Sow an act and reap a habit. Sow a habit. And reap a character. Holiness then begins in our minds. And I asked this question three weeks ago or four weeks ago. Do you consider purposefully that I want to live a life that is holy and pleasing to God? Do you ever say that to yourself? Have you ever thought about that? If you're not thinking about that, you're probably not going to do that. Holiness begins in our minds and work out into our actions what we allow to enter our minds is critically important. The television programs we watch, the movies we see, the books we read, the magazines we read all influence what goes into our mind. The music we listen to. We just sang a song and as soon as some people heard the opening words, they got on up and they started Praising God because they heard those words, it ministered something in your mind and in your heart because you heard that you, it connected with something. Uh, what comes into our ears, they influence us. Come on, people. Uh, why do you think they spend billions of dollars on television advertising? They know it changes behavior. Just because you're not going to buy that product don't mean somebody not going to buy it. But they're going to keep talking to you until there's something that will catch your attention. And it already catches your attention. You don't even realize how you've been influenced when you go to the store. These folks are serious about getting your attention. And people can say, well, that's not affecting people. Yes, it is. It's affecting you what you bring into your mind. You go to the store. You go to the drugstore. And you're trying to find something because your feet are itching. And you're walking down the aisle. You never bought anything because your feet are itching. And you're looking at everything and you said, Desinex, that's some good stuff there. Well, who told you that? That commercial just paid off. You've been hearing for years. (laughs) And and nobody go around and say, man, you ever use (laughs) Desinex? Man, that's some good stuff. And nobody said, nobody told you that. (laughs) That commercial paid off. Just then, cha-ching in your mind that's name brand how did it get name brand they done told you a thousand times so you keep hearing those lyrics over and over again you know about being a street smart and, and doing drugs and women are hoes and stuff like that what you gonna call that woman you gonna call her a hoe? better even spell it right h-o <laughs> You'll see it written properly. Won't even know what it is. (laughs) What is that, pastor? That's whore. (laughs) But they've been talking to you and talking to you. You can't let everything come in your mind to shape your thinking. The music we listen to, the conversations we have, all affects our minds. And the world around us constantly seek to conform our minds to its sinful ways. It will entice us and it will persuade us. You listen to the wrong voices, you'll make wrong choices. Too many believers, instead of resisting, are more and more giving ground to the world's constant pressures. A few years ago, believers were selective about the movies they attended. Now those same movies we used to wouldn't go to are playing in our living rooms. The music we listen to carries the messages of the world and the world uses the medium of music to squeeze us into its way of thinking. It's just unthinkable how vile. I didn't grow up in the rap music culture. I got saved in 1983 and I changed the music I listened to. I didn't even know they were saying all that stuff on those rap CDs. I said, is this what the young kids have been listening to for a generation now? And you wonder why they don't have a conscience Why they're 15 years old and they shoot two or three people and don't even think about it? We didn't get here overnight. We didn't get here overnight. They've been hearing that. And they've been playing video games where they're just killing people. And blood is running on the street. And the parents bought the games for them. And they're just playing and playing and playing. It's not much difference from the video game to grabbing the real thing and going out there and acting like this video. What's wrong with us? Can't you see? This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you, no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road.